Good Saturday afternoon to each and every one. This is Pastor Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope each and every one is having a great day. Today we are looking at Matthew 14, 29, which is about the account of Peter walking on the water. A better way to say the subject of our talk today is, what's your boat? Let's read, shall we? Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After he had sent them away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already far from land and buffered by the waves because the winds were against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately spoke up, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, command me to come to you on the water. Come, said Jesus. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. This story is Matthew's account of Peter's experience walking on the water. It's also important to note, or maybe important for lack of a better word, but there are other versions of this same story in Mark 6, 45 through 52, as well as John 6, uh, 16 through 25. Prior to these verses that we've just read, Jesus had been with the disciples feeding the multitude. If everyone remembers hearing at some point in church or just in general experiences, the story about Jesus feeding the multitude with uh, fish and loaves of bread. He's dismissed the crowd and is going up to the mountain to pray and is alone in the boat, as we've said, is far off from the land. If you notice in verse 25, I was saying during the fourth watch of the night, uh, historically it's said that uh, during the in the Jewish calendar, prayer watches uh, were time itself. They represented time and the night was divided into military hours with the intent that soldiers would be on guard during these different time periods. The watches were initially divided into three watches, yet the Roman government increased the number of watches to four. So my point in telling you that is the fourth watch would mean that it is 3 a.m. Also, though we don't have time to go over it today, Mark's account of this same story, Mark tells us that Jesus intends to pass them by, meaning that Jesus intended to pass the disciples by on the water. But when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought Jesus was a ghost. They represents, the disciples are thinking that Jesus is a ghost, much like that part at least is similar in what I've just read for you in Matthew. And let's talk real quick about the concept of pass by. Pass by refers to the defining moments when God made strikingly temporary appearances in the earthly realm to a select individual or group for communicating a message. And this is said historically when we're talking about the translation of the Greek in the Old Testament. 
I mean, some other examples of at least the concept why wise or think about it this way. God put Moses in the cleft of the rock and Moses, no, no man at that particular time. And I think this in Exodus could see God's face and live. So, you know, he put God put Moses in the cleft of the rock so Moses could see while God's glory passed by. Or God told Elijah to stand on the mountain for the Lord is about to pass by. The point in bringing that up, I believe, is there's a pattern to each of these stories. In each uh, particular story, God has to get people's attention. So when Jesus is coming to the disciples on the water intending to pass them by, he was revealing his divine presence and power. Yet we also find Peter asking, is it? excuse me, asking if it is you, command me to come. I mean, take a moment, if you will, to put yourself in the story. I mean, while it might be easier to walk on the water when the water is calm, the sun is bright uh, and the air is, you know, crisp. The setting for this particular scripture uh, is that it's 3 a.m. The water is rough. The waves are high. The winds are strong. Yet the boat is safe and secure. But if you don't get out of the boat, you'll never walk on water. So if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. And what is the boat? Because that's the subject of our podcast today. I'm so glad you asked. Excuse me. The best way to answer that question is that your boat is what you are tempted to put your trust in when there is a storm in your life. Your boat is whatever keeps you so comfortable that you don't even want to give it up, even when it could possibly keep you from joining Jesus on the waves. Better yet, what is it that produces fear in you, me or us, especially when when we think of leaving it behind and stepping out on faith? For some people, it's their vocation. I mean, consider a person that's been doing a specific job for a number of years, but has this sense that God is calling them to do something else. Maybe it's ministry, do something else. And they try to quiet their conscience by giving away lots of money, doing many good things, all while holding on to the fear that what they're doing isn't fulfilling their calling. I mean, in my own life, I can remember being a bookstore, being at the bookstore, you know, re- my retail experience. That's what I do is my side gig. And I remember someone asking me, was I doing all that the Lord had asked me to do? Think about it another way. You know, there's some people, uh, their boat represents relationships. You know, you've had this experience where you're too scared to leave. I mean, possibly it's because you're comfortable in a relationship. Maybe, you know, there's situations where you're unsure if your significant other has real feelings for you. And you've never really taken the time to discover what your own true feelings are. But you figure, hey, I've been in here, this this relationship this long, I might as well just stay. But you know it's a shaky foundation. For some people, their boat is secrecy. For some people, their boat is seeking approval. For some people, their boat is success. What's your boat? In what area of your life are you shrinking back from fully and courageously trusting God? What's your boat? 
And here's my point as we close today. Fear will tell you what your boat is. And leaving the boat itself may be the hardest thing to do. But if you want to walk on the water, you've got to get out of the boat. Things to think about this week. As we're going to continue to talk about this uh, idea of if you want to walk on water, you have to get out of the boat in so many different ways. And I hope you'll join us. Uh, We'll be doing this on the podcast. You can also go to Ignite Champagne Urbana's Facebook page and you can watch it live as we do Bible study starting this week. Leave it's Thursday at seven o'clock. But closing thoughts, things to think about. And you can always send in your prayer requests and emails and feedback to this podcast or to Ignite Champagne Urbana's Facebook page. You can do it there too. Closing thoughts. What is your boat? Where is fear or comfort keeping you from trusting God? Third question. In what area do you need discernment to know if you're really being called by God to get out of the boat? Feel free to answer the question. Send it to us in emails. We'll stand with you, pray with you, and for you always. That is all I have for today. I hope you got something to think about. I hope something encouraged and uplifted your spirit always. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. See y'all next time. Peace.